Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm, and we have a live link at thetrumpet.com. People write questions in to the Philadelphia Church of God, which sponsors this program, and they wonder about things that are happening in the world, and they wonder about the Bible and what the Bible teaches. And one thing that people are very curious to get the answer to right now is, what is the mark of the beast? What is the mark of the beast? Over the years, many people have speculated about what it is. Today, many people think it is related to vaccinations. But what is the mark of the beast? Do you have to guess? Or can you know for sure? Well, you can know. That's the wonderful thing. You can know for sure what the mark of the beast is. We have to look into God's word and let him reveal it. So on today's program, we're going to look into God's Word to understand what the mark of the beast is. So, of course, we'll need our Bibles. So if you have a Bible handy, please get that out. We can go to these passages together and see what God's Word says about the mark of the beast. We're going to start here in Revelation 13. Revelation 13, we'll look at verse 16 and 17. It says, And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Now, people will often read this passage and then let their imaginations run wild. Here is what Herbert W. Armstrong wrote in Who or What is the Prophetic Beast?, which gets into this topic in great detail, more so than we can do on the program today. The great news is that Who or What is the Prophetic Beast is a free book, and it's offered at thetrumpet.com to you. You can request it, or you could read it right there at thetrumpet.com if you want to. Who or What is the Prophetic Beast? But here's what he wrote. Some used to say this mystic mark was on the United States dimes, (laughs) During World War II, many said it was Hitler's swastika. And during the Depression New Deal, many said it was Roosevelt's NRA. So there's been a lot of ideas from people about what this mark is. Today, people have new ideas about what this mark is. But let's take a look and really understand from God's word what this mark is. First point that we need to note is that the mark of the beast is something that you do not want. You do not want it. Notice why. This is in Revelation 16 and verses 1 and 2. It says, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast 
and upon them which worshipped his image. So if you do have the mark of the beast, you will receive the seven last plagues, and they will be terrible beyond description. You can read through John's description of them, and they're, they're horrible, and it's hard to wrap our minds around it. Those plagues are coming, those seven last plagues, upon those who do have the mark of the beast. So you don't want it. How can we know what this mark is? Mr. Armstrong continues. He says, first, the text universally quoted, Revelation 13, verses 16 through 17, which we just read, says, notice this. The mark is something that will be very popular, something the majority of people will be in favor of. They will seek it, which custom will approve as right. They'll think it's a good thing. Further, he says, the mark of the beast then has direct bearing on ability to engage in business or to hold the job and earn a living. And so again, people could stop here and then imagine what the mark might be. But we have to keep going and see what the Bible says about the mark of the beast. This mark is the mark of the beast. So we have to understand what the beast is. We have to understand what the beast is. Notice Revelation 13, verses 1 through 2. It says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Verse 2, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. So here John is describing this beast. This is the beast. Mr. Armstrong writes, Daniel 7 reveals that these beasts or wild animals symbolize civil governments or world empires. This beast of Revelation 13 has the mouth, the strongest part of the lion, the feet, the strongest part of the bear, the body of the leopard. It included in the one empire, it represents the strength of all of Daniel's beasts, and it is the Roman Empire. This Revelation 13 beast is the Roman Empire. Mr. Armstrong continues. He says, Notice the dragon gave this empire its seat and power and great authority. Revelation 12 and verse 9 and 20 and verse 2 both tell us in plain words this dragon is Satan the devil. It is then the political instrument of Satan in ruling and deceiving the world. So if you go back and you look at Daniel 7, you see those beasts. And this Revelation 13 beast has elements of those. As Mr. Armstrong points out, because letting the Bible interpret itself, this beast in Revelation 13 is the Roman Empire. The mark is the mark of the beast, and the beast is the Roman Empire. So this is giving us more information about where this mark comes from because we know who the beast is. It's the Roman Empire. 
Notice Revelation 13, verses 15 through 16. It says, And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. From the Who or What is Prophetic Beast booklet, Mr. Armstrong writes, Notice carefully what the above text tells us, what we just read. Number one, he, the leader who originated human civil government, modeled after that of the Roman Empire in the church. Number two, causes all to receive this mark. It is the church, not the civil government, which forces this brand on people. Third point is that it is the same power which caused the martyrdom of saints. If we look down through history and God's saints being martyred, this is the same power which has killed them. Verse 4 says it brands on the people the mark of the beast, that is the mark of the Roman Empire, not the mark of the church. See, we're talking about a church that is heavily involved with an empire in this world, and it brands on the people the mark of the beast, the mark of the Roman Empire. And the fifth point is this mark is received in the right hand and in the forehead. So the mark is that of the Roman Empire, which this church, this is a powerful church in this world, which this church did cause or shall cause the Western world to receive. This mark will be received in the forehead and the hand. And this will be a counterfeit of one of God's commands. God has a sign, and he has several, but one in particular is uh, something that is noticed here in Exodus 13. God records this about one of his annual Sabbaths in Exodus 13 and verse 9. It says, And it shall be for a sign unto you upon your hand, and for a memorial between your eyes, that the eternal's law may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand has the eternal brought you out of Egypt. And so Mr. Armstrong points out that the Sabbath commandment is the only commandment the world will not accept in its mind or its forehead, and it will not obey by work or rest with the hand. It is the only commandment that can distinguish between those who have the mark of the beast or the sign of God. See, there's a small group of people that have the sign of God. They keep the Sabbath, the weekly Sabbath and God's annual holy days. But then most people don't. Mr. Armstrong says the Sabbath is God's sign. Exodus 31, verses 12 through 17, standing more than any commandment for obedience. It was symbolically in the hand and in the forehead, just as the mark of the beast, the pagan weekly observance, was in the right hand and in the forehead. Pagan weekly observance, as well as annual pagan holidays, this is the mark of the beast. 
He says, today all nations are deceived by this paganism, masquerading under the name Christianity. You remember Christ said that in Matthew 24. He warned his disciples that people would come in Christ's name saying that Christ is Christ. They would use his name. They would talk about him. But the reality was they would actually be keeping pagan days and pagan practices. And today, all nations are deceived by this paganism masquerading under the name Christianity. Today, America, Canada, Britain, Israelitish nations descended from the ancient so-called Lost Ten Tribes of Israel are actually in the ways of this Babylon. And so Mr. Armstrong continues, he says, God's last warning is this. When it comes to what he expects of his people, those that are loyal to him and that will obey him, he gives this warning. It's in Revelation 18 and verse 4, and let's look at that. Revelation 18 and verse 4. It says, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. Mr. Armstrong says, if you are branded by this mark, rejecting the sign of God in your forehead and hand, you shall be tortured by God's plagues without mercy. Now that's, that's very strong, but that is what God records. He says that in Revelation 18 and verse 4, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins. Don't go that pagan way. Because if people go that way, then they will receive of those plagues. But he finishes by saying, Mr. Armstrong does, and again, this is in the free booklet, Who or What is the Prophetic Beast? And you need to get that at thetrumpet.com. It goes into a lot more detail. You're going to want to take good notes and really get this in your mind. We're just covering the, the, the highlights, if you will. But he says, but if you obey God, this is personal. If you obey God, and that includes keeping his Sabbath every week. <laughs> that includes the annual holy days. He says, if you obey God, if you are watching, praying without ceasing, you shall be accounted worthy to escape and come under God's protection. That's in Luke 21 and verse 36. So people can sense that things are getting more intense in this world. Things are happening that are confusing them, that are upsetting them, and they're not sure exactly how it fits in with the Bible. But we can look at God's sure word of prophecy and see. We don't have to guess about what the mark of the beast is. Remember, historically, people would have all kinds of ideas about what the mark was. And of course, those are the ideas of men. And we don't want to get caught up in the ideas of men. It might sound good or it might sound convincing, but we've got to really look at the word of God. We've got to really look at the word of God and make sure that we understand what the Bible reveals. The mark of the beast, remember, we have to know who the beast is. We have to know who that beast is. And the beast is the Roman Empire. And the mark is the mark of that beast, of that Roman Empire. There are traditions 
and practices that go against God. And they are forced upon people eventually by a religious power. Those pagan practices. We want to make sure that we are obeying God's Sabbath, that we are receiving that instruction, that commandment in our forehead, that we're believing it and accepting it, and then we're following through in our hand by resting on the Sabbath day and keeping it holy. And we have more material about that at thetrumpet.com as well that you can read. This mark is the mark of the beast. It's a mark of the Roman Empire. And it is received in the right hand and in the forehead. It is a false teaching, a pagan teaching. It's breaking God's Sabbath and replacing it with a pagan observance. And, of course, that's on a weekly basis. And then there are the annual Sabbaths of God, the Holy Days as well, that are broken, that aren't kept but are replaced by pagan days. We have to make sure that we really understand the mark of the beast and also the fact that the Sabbath is God's sign, as we mentioned. And you can read that in Exodus 31, verses 12 through 17. To quote Mr. Armstrong again, to really get it into our minds, the Sabbath is God's sign, standing more than any commandment for obedience. It was symbolically in the hand and in the forehead just as the mark of the beast, the pagan weekly observance, was in the right hand and in the forehead. Pagan weekly observance, as well as annual pagan holidays, this is the mark of the beast. If you'd like more information on this topic, and I know you will, because it's fascinating, and there's more to it even, you can even see when this will really be enforced, you can see the time period and so forth, that's all discussed in the free booklet, Who or What is the Prophetic Beast? It's free, and it's at thetrumpet.com, and you can get it there, have it uh, sent to you if you'd like to request it, get the physical copy, or you can read it right there at thetrumpet.com, download the PDF, and um, study it right away. And do it with your Bible, and make sure you understand what the mark of the beast is, because the time is coming where those that have that mark are going to suffer the plagues of God. That's all the time that we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.